Welcome to the inaugural podcast by the Department of Mechanical Engineering at George Mason. My name is Lee McHugh, Interim Chair of the Department of Mechanical Engineering. For this podcast, it seemed fitting to begin at the end. That is, a couple weeks ago, I had the opportunity to chat with a number of our graduating seniors during Capstone Days, a two-day hybrid event during which seniors showcased the two-semester design-build projects that served as the culmination of their undergraduate experience. This is what they had to say. With Team High Rollers. Tell me about your project. So our project is uh, uphill assist. So basically we took the manual wheelchair we were given and we gave it a hub uh, wheel motor and uh, another issue was uh, the client had issues bringing up um, objects like groceries, uh, objects, boxes. So we have a detachable basket as well with the wheelchair. Uh, we have a throttle that is controllable uh, by the Challenger. It has a voltage meter. Uh, it's got shocks. It has a uh, has wheel bearings, so on different terrain it'll move nicely. It's got a uh, battery box. You can turn it on and off. You got as well as a uh, charger outlet there. That's fabulous. So how much guidance were you given in this project and how much was, was y'all interpreting sort of loose design prescriptions and, and making it what it is? Well, at the beginning, it was definitely loose designs, but uh, eventually down the road, we had to go ahead and ask our customer more and more questions to fit our needs. And those needs uh, involved control and flexibility when it came to her. Like, the throttle system, we, we were determined to go ahead and add a steering wheel eventually, but we went ahead with the throttle system on the side because she still wanted control on the wheels themselves. She wanted to actually use her hands to go ahead and turn back and forth, and she also wanted to use her leg to go ahead and stop at certain points. So it really depended on that. You know, so we went ahead from loose designs to designs that, are poor, that were according to her desires uh, down the line. We're the PIT team. Uh, PIT stands for Push It Together, um, sponsored by QL Plus. Uh, so you want to tell me a little bit about your project? Yeah, so we were tasked with um, uh, working with a disabled vet um, who lost a leg. And pretty much uh, his goal for us was to make a stroller that attached to his wheelchair that was uh, very maneuverable as well as lightweight and collapsible. Excellent. So how much guidance were you given in, in the project versus how much was it your own ingenuity? Uh, we were given kind of the base level to start. We said uh, we were given the requirements and kind of some initial ideas, and then the team was able to just run from there. Uh, we started with some uh, design ideas. We uh, narrowed the designs down to what we thought was the best idea, and we started prototyping. Um, from there, we made what we thought was originally the final design, and uh, we tested it out and kind of found some revisions we needed to make and uh, finalized it from there. So you've been at this for two semesters now. What's been your, your favorite part or your best learning moment? Uh, definitely um, getting in the shop, getting hands-on, actually building this thing, as well as testing it out. So our first rev of the design, we tested out. We were like, oh, we got some problems here and there, but the idea is right. So kind of making those revisions and seeing the whole project come together is really what um, was kind of enjoyable for this project. Here with Team Glidewalkers, if you don't mind, tell me a little bit about your project. So our project is meant to be a walking aid for a physical therapy office that specializes in patients that have neurological disabilities. This means that they can't really feel their muscles very well. 
um, and they can't really grip anything with their fingers, so sometimes they have a hard time um, also telling if something hurts, um, if they're sore after a while. So the main goal of our project was to make a really comfortable seat attached to a walking aid, um, and the way that we did that is we also integrated a pressure matrix to kind of let them know how much they're leaning on the seat. Um, if it's red, it's going to be they're leaning on the seat really hard versus yellow is like not that much. The goal is to also encourage them to stay in the standing position as long as possible. If they see the red, they know they're leaning too much and they can try and, you know, stand up a little straighter while they're walking. Um, and it's adjustable, so those who are taller, you can adjust the seat up more and you can also make the walker longer so you have more space for your feet. Um, yeah, anything else? Anything else? It was complete disassembly for easy yeah. transport, and it was under 50 pounds. You can uh, completely take it apart, um, just have to unhook the brakes, of course. This is the culminating experience of your, uh, of your undergraduate degree program. Can you each talk me through a little bit of what got you here? It's, you know, what's your background? What brought you to Mason? What brought you to mechanical engineering and so on? Okay, I can start. So I'm, uh, I guess if we can go all the way back. I'm actually originally from Bosnia. Uh, my parents came here when I was very young. Um, and I moved down here uh, when I was about elementary school. Um, so I, I grew up here for a while in, in this Northern Virginia area. Uh, I went to Nova first, and then I transferred to Mason. So that's kind of my background. Excellent. Thank let you. me introduce myself. My name is Sohel. So I'm originally from Iran. So it's been like uh, 10 years I've been in the United States. So uh, my father was mechanical electrical engineer. So since I was pretty young, and he was he was working on the like machines and like cars all this stuff and I always was next to him and you know that was something that I got interested to it and that was something that was very fun for me so that's why I decided to become a mechanical engineer to start just building up my future just getting to the industry of mechanical because it's really uh, fun for me and I really, really enjoy it yeah thank you uh, hello I'm Nicholas um, I'm from Maryland so my family is basically, I have all types of engineers. I have automotive, electrical, computer, software, mechanical, electrical. So they have they had a lot of influence on my childhood. I, they would take me to work, see how everything works, how they design certain things, what it means to be an engineer. So it was, I found it interesting. So I just followed one of their paths and just happened to be mechanical. Excellent. Hi, I'm John LaCava. I actually moved out here to George Mason, uh, to Virginia, way back in 2005, pretty much, and started from Spotsylvania County. I was actually introduced to mechanical engineering uh, with AutoCAD, uh, all the desk program. So, Professor of mine, uh, Professor John Ruff, uh, he actually worked over at NASA, and later on during the years of high school, he went ahead over here to do uh, Virginia Space Grants. Uh, uh, consortium programs, so Virginia Space Coast Scholars and Virginia Aerospace Science Technology Scholarships. I went ahead and did some stuff over at Langley at Lobs Island for a time, and then I went ahead to George Mason to go ahead and start with mechanical engineering when it first started here. I've been doing it ever since, pretty much. Uh, I've been a STEM fan, pretty much, about the whole time. Sorry, my glasses are fogging up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm Tanner Holland. Uh, I'm from Virginia, I've been here my whole life. I'm from Warrington, a little bit south of here. 
my grandpa's the only one in the family who's got a mechanical engineering background. He worked for NASA back in the day. My dad, he just does uh, construction. But uh, kind of like Sophia said, uh, I've always been really interested in the cars and stuff like that and working with my hands and like building and stuff like that. So I decided to like apply it in a school way and ended up a mechanical engineer and I'm very happy with my choice. Yes. Um, I'm Taha. Uh, I started out uh, as a freshman. 2017 and uh, I, the reason I joined was just uh, I, I'm trying to be an aerospace engineer. Um, I started off as a physics major but uh, halfway through I kind of decided that I wanted the more um, the practical kind of experience rather than the theoretical uh, so that's why I switched to engineering. I kind of want to work at um, uh, aerospace places like uh, NASA and places like that. Fabulous. What brought you to be a Mason Mechanical Engineer? Uh, Legos, honestly. I think um, growing <laughs> up, playing with Legos and, you know, seeing some of those uh, Lego kits that could, the Lego Technic kits, where you could, you know, make a car or make a robot arm or something like that, kind of really inspired me. And I was like, wow, this is really cool. And then from there, I joined uh, my high school robotics team, learned a lot about fabrication and manufacturing, and uh, started working as a part-time machinist. I um, acquired some skills in like uh, milling and laser cutting and all that, and from there I was like, you know what, this is awesome, I want to do this. Anyone else want to chime in? Uh, for, uh, for no play again? Yeah, uh, I, basically the same reason as Nick. Uh, I played with Legos a lot as a kid, and uh, every single time I built them, I was just like, wow, what else can I do with this? And I just started building up my own stuff. And like from there, I'm just like, you know what, I'm going to study this and see like what else I can do with it. And that, that brought me here. It's I, I, I do not regret my decision to come here. It's, it's been a lot of fun, and if I do it all again, I would. Tell me a little bit about what brought you all to Mason Mechanical Engineering. What was your path here? I started as uh, Mason Bioengineering, um, and I kind of just was researching career paths, and I really wanted to get into more of like product design and really have more experience in that pathway, and Mechanical Engineering was a better path than the signals and systems of bioengineering. So I was really interested in it, especially it was a new program when I first came here and then it started to gain traction and I decided to switch majors. So really interested in like medical device fields where I have a full-time job coming up. So I was excited to be able to have this background experience to you know, give me that different perspective. It is nice. I find that there's some synergy between the different departments and the faculty. The first class in high school I really ever liked was physics, so I just figured let's do mechanical engineering. If I ever want to branch out into like a specific field, I could go from there since this is so broad. But I stuck with it, obviously. <laughs> um, to be honest, Mason, I didn't even know that I wasn't even accredited when I came here. Um, mostly I got here for financial reasons, because I would commute instead of living on campus and stuff, but I really enjoyed it here. Yeah. Yeah. I would, say, <laughs> I would say my reasons are uh, pretty much the same. Uh, like in, in high school, I took like I enjoyed like all the physics classes I took in chem as well, and so I thought this was like a more general application of science. Here, and then for uh, Mason, I live like ten miles away, so it just kind of made sense to come here. 
Um, I'm from Richmond and I came to Mason for government. Uh, I was a government major when I first started for my first few semesters. Um, and I wasn't, not that government isn't fulfilling, but I wanted something very like tangible, something that I could see and put together and really feel like I can make a difference. So I switched into mechanical engineering. And I don't regret my decision since I thought it was a great decision for me. Uh, and I'm happy to have, you know, started to cross the finish line. So it was a very pleasing experience. Any like words of wisdom for future Mason ME students? Yeah, I can say um, definitely it's good to uh, get a good head start on it. Don't wait till the last minute, the last month to do your ordering, to do everything. Because we're one of the groups who did everything on time and, and we had a much, uh, I'm going to say, an easier time at the end. Mostly we, we were able to do some cosmetics and stuff to make it look prettier. So definitely grind on it. It's, it's fun. I mean, it is a lot of fun to work on it. So as long as you do it all on time, it's like get into the shop as soon as you can. Get into the <laughs> shop, get into the shop can, and exactly. get Johnny Hall's help as soon as you can. That's what I'd say. The more time, the better. Yeah, the more time with Johnny Hall, the better. I also mentioned this in the last report, before the last interview. Uh, the play won't stop people from innovating. Yeah, well, we were able to go ahead and hopefully we'll go adapt to it. Uh, social distancing worked out, everything worked out smoothly, surprisingly enough. Uh, but yeah, we were able to go ahead and make this great, great project here. Right? COVID did not stop us. Yeah. Any words of wisdom for future students? Um, Definitely research all the degrees before you come. Um, I already knew a lot about mechanical engineering. That's what made my decision really easily, really easy. But um, I've talked to a lot of people um, when I was younger, you know, freshmen and sophomores who kind of came in and were like, oh, you know, what's civil engineering? I don't know anything about that. Or what's electrical engineering? Like, what kind of classes do you take? So number one piece of advice would be hop on your um, local college's course catalog, Look at what courses you're taking, look at what kind of jobs that uh, that engineering degree does and kind of pursue which one you think is the best. And find the major that relates exactly to what you want to do. So that way you, you can find, I always see, yeah, this is what I want to do. Or if it's like, okay, this is just like, a, this is an interest of mine, but I didn't want to go along with this. I would also say um, try to get ahead as much as you can. Like I took, a, I was a dual enrollment in high school and I got like, two courses out of the way, uh, three courses actually, but uh, and that really helped because like I fell behind one semester, but because I had those three classes to fall back on, I was still on track to graduate on time. So definitely plan ahead and try to get stuff done earlier, even before you get into college. Oh, yeah. And do not be intimidated by the name of the classes. The classes' names are actually like hard, to, not hard to pronounce, but seems heavy. But the stuff that you learn from it is actually fun material that you're going to use later. So do not be intimidated by that. Excellent. And, and, uh, kind of going off of that, so keep your notes from those classes. Because oh, yeah. there's always stuff relating <laughs> from previous classes. Every every single year, it's just like, oh yeah, from last year. It's like, pull out that, that, that book. I still have my high school physics textbook <laughs> oh, yeah. in my office here. I think That's... physics and statics are like basically the one that you're going to use throughout. Bernoulli equation. Yeah, exactly. Every single year. <laughs> yeah. Any words of wisdom for future students, whether it's you know advice for entering freshmen or, or high school kids or even someone else as they start on their capstone project? Uh, 
I would say make sure to stay connected with like um, ASME and other orgs like that. Gaining network connections was key in getting internships. Um, I got my first um, internship in Virginia through one of my professors, um, Michael McFadden. Um, he was talking about his company and I thought it was pretty cool so I asked him if he had hiring interns and he said yeah. So that's how I got my internship. So. I would say don't be afraid to just like, you know, ask people um, about their companies and just see if you can get experience, even if it's just like a coffee, coffee date to get to know them, their career path. I would say learn how to talk to people because I am the exact opposite. I was not really <laughs> involved in ASME or any clubs, but I think that I made a good impression for internships and interviews by just being able to speak like a normal person, like not high level engineering stuff like a lot of us might be used to. You have to like be able to talk to regular people as well. Be relatable. Yeah. Uh, I think one thing I can think of is that like don't be like too discouraged. A lot of people think that like since it's a more like newer program, there's like generally less opportunities than something that's like much older. But if you like look around here, like a lot of kids are doing like really cool stuff and there's definitely not like a lack of opportunity here. I would say similar to what Aaron said, it's just like don't be afraid to like reach out and grab those opportunities and like don't be afraid to join clubs. There's a lot of great uh, different clubs that meet, so like ASME, uh, Hyper, what is the formula? formula, stuff like that to get hands-on experience. And I would really say just like make friends because the way the past few years have been for me is like engineering is like a team sport. Some of the best times I've had have been like studying really late with a group of friends and it just makes the time go by faster and you can learn easier when other people teach you. So that's my advice. Excellent. I think that's also going to be the like title of the podcast now. Engineering is a team sport. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> Can't tell with masks that I'm smiling. When you said that, I was like, yeah. <laughs> there you have it. COVID did not stop us and engineering is a team sport. Well said, class of 2021. We're all so very proud of you. Best wishes as you enter the workforce, and please stay in touch. To any prospective student listening to this, if you're interested in learning more about Mason Mechanical Engineering, we'd love to hear from you. Visit us at mechanical.gmu.edu or find us on Twitter at Mason Mechie.